How to Create a Glitch Monologue Season 35 Chapter 7 This is Season 35 of How to Create a Glitch in the Matrix Monologues Episode 7. In this episode, we will be talking about the altars created by multiplicity and the cognate structure of their realities. In recent episodes, we discussed how multiplicity manifests as five distinct spatial universes plus four emotional or supraspatial universes. Each of these universes was understood to be a complete overlay upon our experiences. Thus, in our interactions with another, all nine universes are represented in the exchange. Now, these universes do not perfectly overlap spatially, but there is by necessity some spatial overlap according to some dimensions of time and space. In other words, the paths that we may follow on a particular universe may diverge, but there will by necessity be some re-emergence of coincident paths. We explored in our episodes on retrocausality and dissonant consensualities how parsimony joins these divergent paths, producing some associated loss or gain of time. The idea was that in the joining of parallel or even obliquely related paths there will by necessity be some shift of time or space associated with the convergence. In each conversation, however, all nine plates are implicated such that there may be nine versions of us having nine different conversations with some partner. Each of these conversations may have distinct body language, vocal intonation etc. The result being that some degree of multiplicity manifests from the intersection of these nine narratives. Now, each universe corresponding to each plate possesses the same qualities of coherence or continuity. Thus, we may have nine conversations each time we meet with a person. But all nine conversations will possess some continuity in each meeting between ourselves and the other. They may possess distinct divisions between our action and the conventionality of the plate, but these divisions are continuous within the plate universe. Which is to say, conventionality may be distinct, but it is consistent within the plate universe itself. For example, let's say you are at a work meeting. Let's say that at this meeting you are having a contextual conversation about some work-related topic. But your conversation partner is also having a discussion with you about your romantic life. He is encouraging you to be more adventurous, to ask out more women, or go on more dates. This is occurring on a plate you are not conscious of. Now, two weeks later, you meet a woman you like, and you ask her out. Two days later, you run into the same business colleague. You have some mundane contextual conversation, but at the same time, you update him about your romantic endeavors, and he gives more comments. The point is, each avatar possesses the same qualities of consciousness, but only the avatar which you inhabit possesses your self-awareness. That is to say, that each of the nine selves possesses the capacity to react to the conversation in an organic fashion, but only you have the ability to be conscious of that change in your behavior. Now, it's also important to note that this continuity in the plates means that each of the universes possesses a coherent narrative, a comprehensible story, which is independent of the others. The players stand in the same places on the stage, but their lines are totally different. Now, that doesn't mean that their interactions are identical. No, and there are divergences and convergences, people may be in different places, or in different roles, but their intersection is assured by the coherence of the simultaneous narratives. Now, the effect of dissonant consensualities, 
that is, inhibited impulses expressed, is to create segmentation of the narrative. Dissonant consensualities are places where these narratives diverge. Imagine that there are nine strings following you and person two from point A to point B. At point B you run into another person. But halfway to point B you go perpendicularly along with person two to facilitate some dissonant consensuality. The path associated with one of those strings keeps going to point B but the remainder travel with you to some point C perpendicular to the path you were following. The strings then loop around point C and return to the path heading to point B. In other words, narratives can diverge and converge, depending upon whether you are traveling perpendicular to the pathway represented by their intersection. The intersection of the nine plates is the nine narratives which unify a particular engagement between you and some other person. In other words, each intersection is the product of nine converging narratives in nine parallel universes, manifesting some degree of congruity between their paths. We also explained how narratives can be affirming or negating. Each of the plate universes corresponds to a particular species of affirming or negating narrative. For example, the plate of the face corresponds to narratives we affirm internally and express physically. Thus, in our example, the change in our behavior after the conversation with the business partner manifests as us asking the girl out later and filling him in on what happened at our next meeting. This is a narrative corresponding to the plate of the face because it was affirmed internally and executed externally. Thus, we can classify particular narratives to particular plates according to how they manifest. That's the end of the podcast for today. If you enjoyed it, please like, comment and subscribe.